Welcome to Street Knowledge with Chris Graham. Welcome to the show. It's Chris Graham. It's Monday. I'm joined by Rod Mullins. We're going to talk some NASCAR as the Cup Series uh, finished up its swing, uh, let's see, spring swing through Virginia uh, in Martinsville uh, this, uh, this yeah, just yesterday, in fact, this past weekend. Uh, with a, a duel for the last 29 laps, uh, Joey Logano, who had been uh, back in the pack for a good part of the race, and uh, he, he he worked his way up to the front. And Kyle Larson, they were dueling the you know, those last uh, little bit there, and Kyle Larson gets the win. Kind of a surprise there, uh, Ron, that Larson, who who has not traditionally run well at this track, was able to come out with the win. Yeah, I think it was a I think it was a big uh, big win for him considering he has not done that well at Martinsville before in the past. But you know the team I think more than anything else gambled, and I think that's one of the things that really paid off for him. You know, gambling out of this thing, uh, especially in NASCAR, seems to be one of those things that uh, everybody's kind of living for right now. Hey, do I keep on two tires? Do I keep on four tires? Do I go and uh, pit for gas, you know, with, um, you know, so many laps left to go. Larson just managed to be able to have that late race two-tire pit stop to give him that chance to win on Sunday afternoon at Martinsville. And, you know, he did it in convincing style for about a four-second uh, win, four-second lead over Joey Logano. But, you know, I'm kind of glad that it did not end up as it could have been. You had Ryan Priest that was on the pole. Ryan Priest and Kyle Larson got into it last week at Bristol. And this past week, uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan Priest was leading at least about 135 laps of this thing before he kind of faded back. Um, a great performance by the Stuart Haas team as they had three or four, three of the four teams, I think, that they had all together. They were in there in contention for it uh, there. Uh, Kevin Harvick had another good outing. But, uh, you know, for Larson, it was one of these dramatic things that had to happen. And besides, he had to go and, um, how can I say this, steal a little bit of the limelight from Chase Elliott, who made a surprise return. And his Hendrick Motorsports drivers, uh, fellow drivers, did not know he was coming back this weekend until the announcement was made. Um, that's kind of weird sounding, to be honest with you. You would think uh, You would think that. Henrik, as big as an operation as they were, was going to share this with all of the drivers, but uh, they did not. And so Elliot comes back and finishes of all things, starts out 27th, 24th or 27th, ends up finishing 10th. And it was a great performance for Elliot in a comeback after he'd been sidelined with that uh, leg injury, that break that he got while he was um, skiing in Colorado. Yeah, I got the numbers here. Uh, Larson, in his previous 17 races at Martinsville, had only three top fives. He'd never finished better than third. Mm -hmm. uh, he joked that he uh, didn't have a room picked out where he'd put that big six-foot-tall grandfather clock that goes to the winner in Martinsville. Um, but, uh, you know, so what, what a race for him. And I'd say similarly for Logano, he had to start at the back of the pack mm -hmm. after, uh, you know, an issue at the start of the race, uh, a leak in his water tank. Uh, worked his way all the way up, back up a second, and um, he said after the race that uh, he he was kind of you know he he was actually glad there was no restart. You know, I'm, I'm sure some of his fans were hoping for <laughs> a chance in those late laps for a restart, but he said he didn't think he had the car to actually overtake uh, uh, Larson at the end there. So he he was thrilled with second place. 
Yeah. And the Fords did well, I think, at the track this past weekend. Stuart Haas, like I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, they're three of four drivers combined to lead 264 laps out of 400. And then you had, uh, of course, with Ryan Priest there leading the way for them. But, you know, Team Penske with Ryan Blaney, he ended up finishing seventh and Joey Logano finishing uh, second. So that's not bad whatsoever for that uh, Team Penske team. You know, they kind of like short tracks. Joey Logano likes a short track. Martinsville may not be his favorite at times, but uh, wow, what a finish for him yesterday coming up, uh, being from the back of the pack and managing to get all the way to the front and contend there for the race. So you mentioned Elliot, uh, he's, he said after the race that, uh, you know, not only was he sitting on the couch for six weeks, but it was pretty warm there in Martinsville yesterday. So mm-hmm. that might've got him more than anything else, but you know, that, that just goes to show again, I know some fans, uh, it may be some more casual fans might think, well, you're just driving around in a car for how many ever miles. Right. Um, but it takes, it takes endurance. It takes a lot of, you know, but not only physical endurance, but mental endurance as well to compete. And he said that was a factor for him yesterday, just being out there for a few weeks. Yeah, I noticed him getting into the car, and he was real ginger getting inside the car. I mean, you know, it was one of those things of, I don't push myself in here. I just don't go in and slide in and get in the car. He kind of took his time about getting into the car. And then after the race, he's sitting outside the car, and he's sitting there with his uh, left leg uh, stretched out. And then, of course, he's kind of recovering from all this. Yeah, it was a little bit overcast. They'd had some, you know, some showers or at least a chance of some showers, but the humidity. And then on top of that, with the car itself, yeah, I I don't see where people get off, you know, saying that this is not a, uh, not a sport or at least in the, in the sense of things, because, uh, you know, I go, I go back to that same thing again with uh, Randall Cunningham and we know where Randall Cunningham is at today. He's not a quarterback. He's not a coach that as far as I know in the NFL or anything, but he was the first to make the uh, the slap against some of these drivers and saying, you know, they're not athletes as far as I'm concerned. Well, much of these drivers, I should say, go in, they're in a weight program. They go and lift weights. They run, they jog. I don't know. Jimmy Johnson was running, I think at one time or something. He was running marathons. Yeah. He marathon. was running mar- Yeah. 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 And so Mark Martin at one time, uh, going back several years, Mark Martin was doing heavy lifting and you have to see Mark Martin. I mean, if you've ever pictured the old cartoon of, uh, Adam ant, that's what he looked like. I mean, big in the chest, little in the waist and just little all the way down. And he'd just walk around and he was just like this all the time. And people were like, why do you do this? And he says, Hey, it pushes my endurance to be able to make it in these cars. And he says, you know, I, I had to quit some things, you know? And so that's what he did. And, uh, some of these drivers do this on a regular basis and they make it look easy. That's all I can say about it. They make it look easy, but it's far from being easy. And, and, and then for anybody who has that that observation, uh, think about the last time you drove uh, on a vacation to the beach or something like that. And if you just drove a couple hundred miles, you got you got exhausted from it. And that's yeah. not driving uh, with you know bumper to bumper with with thirty eight or forty or how many ever other cars uh, going sometimes two hundred miles an hour uh, mm-hmm. while you're doing that. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, the, and the slamming, especially at Martinsville being such close quarters, you know, it's, uh, it's flat. There's very little banking to the surface. Um, it's a test. It's an endurance test all the way around for your car. Uh, gosh, the brakes, the rotors, that's yeah. one of the biggest tests of more than anything else. How, how much you use your brake, how much you end up using the, uh, 
your left leg to control the brake while you keep the gas down with the right foot and then what you do back and forth uh it's a test it's a, it's not only just a physical test but it is a mental test as well of of how you can come out uh especially in a very tough race like this so after the last couple of weeks on short tracks bristol and martinsville uh the series now goes to the other extreme and a different kind of test, since we're using right. the word test to describe these races, going to Talladega. Uh, it'll be wide open, uh, two and a half mile track. I mean, the super speedway effect, the big one is always in play. So, yeah. uh, you know, how I kind of ask your thoughts on the transition. I mean, you know, you've been driving, these guys have been driving around uh, on short tracks and bumping and banging on short tracks. And now they're going out onto a completely, it's like a different, it's gotta be like a different sport going out there to Talladega next week. Yeah, it's going to be. And, you know, these cars have proven what they can do, uh, especially on high banking and so forth. They've already raced at Daytona. We got a sample of what they can do, but Talladega is a little bit of a different story. Uh, Talladega is just, it's built for speed. There's no other way around it. It's just one of these tracks that is built for speed. And these guys are going to get the, uh, the wake up call, so to speak of, you know, the beating and banging is not going to happen at Talladega because if they do, we're going to have carnage all over the track and there'll be somebody that pushes, uh, the topic just a little bit and how well they stick together. And, you know, these teams are going to have to really, really work together. And I, I go back to that same thing that Kyle Bush complained about. Nobody respects one another out on the track, you know, on the track or off the track. Uh, these guys are going to have to get some quick respect toward each other when they're out there on the track, because especially if Kyle Bush is leading the pack or if it's a uh, Eric Jones or somebody like that, they have to be able to go and signal to the rest of the cars. Hey, this is where I'm going. Follow me. I don't want to go and get pulled back by you coming out on the outside of me, unless we're in clear air and we're in open space. Uh, I don't want you to go and get outside of me, take the air off of me and then shoot me backwards all the way through the lineup. And then quite possibly bring the cars in, in the draft and then, uh, slam together. And we have a big wreck on it. Everybody has to pay attention, especially going around Talladega and the speeds, I don't think they're going to be approaching anywhere over 200 miles an hour, but they're going to be still in the 180s, 190, at least up into that uh, that kind of uh, point on the miles per hour. But it's going to be a very tricky test for these guys. Uh, they should be able to make the transition from the short track to the to the super speedway, but uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's going to be one of those that's going to be up in the air, especially by the time we get through to Saturday. We'll see how everything goes with the Xfinity Series when they race, and then also by the time they'll get an idea of how things are by Sunday, uh, we could have uh, we could have some of the best racing you'll ever see probably this weekend at Talladega, and then again, we could be having a demolition derby like you see at your local fair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, that's especially if there's a late race restart and everybody's out there trying to to uh, push for position uh, late. So, um, your thoughts on? I mean, who who traditionally runs well here? Uh, you know, who based on early season runs on big tracks? Uh, do you expect might get a, a leg up here this weekend? Well, um, I would say you probably got to count Stenhouse in that. Stenhouse won the Daytona 500. Uh, he likes a super speedway. He's had success at Talladega. He won when he was with Roush Fenway racing there before he made the jump to JTG. Um, he's had some success there. So 
when I start talking about that, I have to also include in there more than anybody else, uh, track house racing. And I think beyond the shadow of a doubt, Ross Chastain could probably be someone to have to deal with. Uh, you know, he had a win, uh, there on the, on the high banks there at Talladega, but he's had one before, uh, but we'll get to see Hendrick, at least Hendrick in this case, uh, kind of flexing their muscle, so to speak in the engine department to see how far they've come. And I think we'll also see a little bit of a test from uh, RCR and see uh, what Richard Childress and company, what their uh, engine company and they have that's making their engines, what they have to produce for them uh, coming up this weekend. But I don't count out the Fords. And, you know, Toyota has been making a rise back to the top here. Um, can't say enough about Joe Gibbs racing. Martin Truex actually finishing in the top five, if I'm not mistaken, on Sunday. Uh, Martin Truex would love nothing more than to get a super speedway win. Uh, but it all remains to be seen how these cars are going to come off the trailer, if everything's going to be okay. Practice could tell us a story. Um, you could also have practice. You could have a, uh, a foul up in qualifying. It's all comes down to this one big race and the big one, like you were mentioning, and that's Talladega. It could happen and it might not. We may get through it and not even have to worry about it. But my my chances are if I was really wanting to put a bet down with anybody like MGM or, uh, you know, FanDuel or anybody like that, and they ask you, who's going to have the big one this coming week? What about what lap is it going to happen? I don't know about that, but there will be a big one. That's Talladega Sunday at 3 o'clock, and uh, we'll have all the coverage here on Augusta Free Press on Facebook, and then Rod and I will be getting back together next Monday to break down all the action for you. Well, Rod, as always, thank you for your time and your insight. Appreciate it, Chris. Thanks.